right, hello everyone. It is Peter Miller for Smarter Than BPD, and this is episode 22. Today is April 21st, 2023. Today I wanted to bring together some of the ideas from previous episodes. Perhaps you recall I was talking about that quote-unquote toxic stew of things that go together to make life a lot harder than it needs to be. Things like intense emotions, cognitive distortions, self-defeating beliefs, um, emotional avoidance behaviors, and the like, uh, emotional myths. We were also talking about those in the last episode. So today I wanted to like put it together in a way where um, it would really explain and even validate what it's like to live with um, borderline personality disorder in the world as we know it, I guess, um, which would mean in a world that isn't um, very strong uh, in mental health, where lots of people don't know much about it or how to be uh, helpful and, and healthy in that way. So we carry on a lot of our bad habits and things that tend to make things worse. So, basically, this is like, what is it like to uh, live in, like, BPD hell? <laughs> because it is like a hell when you are going through these challenges every single day, and it seems like there is um, no way out or to make changes. So the thing is, um, and as I've also mentioned, there is lots of not even knowing that there is a disorder happening. And again, that probably links to there being so much mental health ignorance and lack of awareness in the world. But, you know, people are often judging themselves inappropriately when they don't even know that they don't have the necessary skills and understanding to function in a different way. And likewise, the people around them don't know that they don't have the skills and understanding to function in a different, more effective, improved way. So that's part of that toxic stew as well. So, I mean, things happen in a, in a particular way in a person's life when they have BPD. And it, stop, it just starts with like uh, regular life events because we all have to, you know, get out there and live our lives. Um, but the thing is, uh, when a person who is suffering from BPD just goes out there and tries to live life, go to school, go to work, be in relationships, be in families, uh, things tend to easily break down uh, and go wrong. So you could have just a basic, you know, life situation where maybe someone says something about, you know, a frustration they have or some opinion they have. And then so that information uh, goes in and then the person suffering from BPD makes an interpretation and very often, you know, a uh, faulty interpretation of the situation, which leads to a intense emotion. And then it turns into some kind of behavior or a new event, uh, which 
isn't uh, often received well by the people they are interacting with. And then you go through basically the same cycle again and again, meaning that uh, things could, you know, very quickly and easily break down. And again, this has lots to do with not being able to see the pattern for what it is. And, um, and also those myths of, you know, blaming other people for our own emotional experience that we were talking about in episode 21. So there can be this instant defensiveness, right? Um, instead of taking a different approach, like effective emotion management, there can be something like, uh, I have an example here from my writing where say I'm asked to take out the garbage, um, because I have forgotten to do it. And, uh, I, I get reactive to the person asking me instantly reactive, like, uh, you know, I can't stay on top of everything because I have, you know, so many other things going on and, uh, you know, kind of like, how dare you <laughs> say something critical where, um, I'm led to think in negative ways about myself, um, which isn't really a good uh, response to that situation. So, I mean, my, my initial thought, my interpretation could be that I'm, I'm a bad person or a bad partner and I'm, you know, I'm not meeting expectations, you know, and of course I don't see that in the moment. I don't see that I'm making that interpretation. I just feel the feeling of, uh, or various feelings of guilt, shame, rejection, and worthlessness, and then just have that instant defensive reaction, which could lead to, you know, another one reaction. Like I was saying from the person, like, why do you have to be so defensive? Um, and then I could up the ante on my, uh, reaction and maybe become, you know, more, more rude or aggressive, uh, because again, it's like I'm, uh, being put down or I can interpret it as though I'm being put down. Um, when in fact, it's just someone who is frustrated about something not being done, but it doesn't really mean anything about me personally. So things can happen quickly, they can cascade down, um, they can spiral down, as they say. Um, and when, you know, that happens uh, various times throughout the day, and maybe there's no resolution, right? Uh, people just uh, end up maybe um, arguing and then parting ways and, you know, you end up carrying around these thoughts and feelings about these situations and maybe judging the other person or judging yourself throughout the day. And then, you know, you go on to the next situation and uh, something similar could happen um, because still the skills aren't there to recognize and process emotions and think of things in more rational ways. It's all very uh, rapid and impulsive. And um, still, as I was saying, carrying around the weight of emotion from previous interactions. So it just becomes harder and harder to like get through, get through the day. 
And sometimes people even get very anxious just about living because, you know, they have learned that whenever they go out there and they start doing something or interacting, then there's a good chance that, you know, something, there's going to be some very painful emotions. There's going to be some, some conflict um, or um, otherwise maybe choosing to hold in all the thoughts and feelings uh, as a way to avoid conflict, but then that doesn't really help either because you're holding everything in, which takes a toll on the body and the nervous system. Um, so you end up um, kind of with compounding emotions, uh, things building up and not getting resolved, things building up, and it, it can be very... Uh, I would say even exquisitely kind of painful to be living that way and uh, not being able to um, sort things out, not being able to problem solve in ways where you feel like, you know, that you can feel good about it and um, that things went smoothly. It can be just a lot harder than it needs to be, uh, you know, painful every time you want to get something done but probably the most awful thing about like bpd hell as i was saying is when you have these bad moments uh, that don't have um a good resolution um, and then you start to judge yourself for the things that were said or done um, so then that adds to the emotional pressure as well where you're feeling the guilt or shame on top of it all uh, and then maybe you might even seek out some ways of getting uh, instant relief. So maybe some reckless or impulsive behavior, maybe using some kind of substance. Uh, and then if that kind of goes against your values, you could be judging yourself and feeling shame for that as well. So like the main kind of like takeaway here is, uh, so you end up with things building up and and compounding you end up uh having several moments throughout the, each day especially when you're interacting with people where there could be misinterpretation and painful feeling um and then without any resolution you end up carrying it with you and it builds up and it builds up in the body uh, you know, and that can lead to other consequences too, like, you know, uh, physical consequences, uh, irritable bowel syndrome is one kind of common one. Um, there can be other, um, things that happen, like just the body breaking down and, and not feeling well. There can be panic attacks. Uh, it can also turn into, you know, mood related issues, depressive types of disorder when things continue to build up so and that adds on to the pile too so if a person is struggling with uh, BPD and you know they, they can't navigate life and relationships well and uh, that continues to go on even if they also have um, anxiety disorder or depressive disorder um, or other types of disorder it, it can all just sort of add on and add on and add on you know, until a person doesn't want to, like, live anymore. And I didn't even mention that when these uh, bad situations happen, they often come with consequences, right? So we, when you have a bad moment, like you could lose a job 
or you know you could have um, some kind of financial consequence um, there could be legal things um, relationships can stay in disrepair um, or you could just like lose them entirely right so you could end up with like a lot of losses as well and that takes a huge toll so you feel like you're stuck in this like cycle of like of uh, dysfunction and pain and consequences um, and of course like anyone going through that you know they would eventually want to give up on life and which makes like suicidal ideation very understandable in uh, borderline personality disorder um, when it seems like you know you're always in pain and it's always getting worse um, and like it seems like there's no way out or, or, and it can seem like people around you they don't understand it either and maybe they're judging you um, for uh, for things for what they think how uh, for how they think things are happening you know they could just be like well he just uh, has a bad attitude he just doesn't have a you know he's just uh like has a desire to be difficult and to make life hard on others like all these false bogus kind of um ideas can come from others who don't understand mental health um I mean, you have to kind of imagine like if if you're not a person with BPD and you were like in pain like all the time, like say someone was like slapping you across the face every five minutes <laughs> throughout the day, like and it, you know like not just a little slap but a hard one, or you were getting like punched in the gut every uh, you know five or ten minutes, would you eventually kind of become a bit of a difficult person to deal with? Like, would you be kind of like get kind of angry and kind of um you know maybe even a bit <laughs> vindictive like you wanted to get back at the perceived uh perpetrator of all your pain like of course like you would want to uh, act out in uh in response or like in almost like a rebellion so people with BPD could seem like they are just like trying to be difficult, but actually they're just people who are in a tremendous amount of pain quite often and they don't know how to uh, deal with it uh, and they don't have the skills to get themselves out of it. So, you know, it keeps happening uh, again and again. <clears throat> and it's uh, honestly like really not a fun way to live because, you know, we do need to be able to solve problems. Uh, we do need to be able to work together with others. We do need to be able to sustain relationships um, and make quality relationships. Um, and uh, nobody can handle too many consequences uh, because that's just like compounding stress, right? So, I mean, people can only take so much um, of, you know, the world punishing them for the things that have happened. So I just wanted to make that like kind of clear today uh, about, you know, kind of what BPD hell is like. It's like being stuck in a vicious circle of um, like life events, thoughts, emotions and behaviors. Uh, and the again, the the people who are, are around you having no clue as to how to be helpful and supportive so that they can um, assist you in getting like 
in, in dealing with things in a different way and being more rational. They just, you know, it seems like the world often, uh, the world and the people around you often tend to be more just um, judging and, and uh, like happy to administer punishments and consequences as sort of the solution to things. But I mean, that is not a solution to mental health. And again, that was like one of my, that was one of my criticisms, I guess, of the, you know, the criminal system when I worked in a jail, um, because I don't think that it is actually the answer to changing the way a person lives in their body and the way that they think and operate. Um, it is sort of just um, something that uh, people who feel um, hurt by others, they want a sense of justice. Um, they want consequences, right? Uh, even, I guess, even if it does nothing to help the person be a better citizen, you know, but that could just be some of my, I guess, uh, some of my judgments, right? As I'm pondering things, but I think there's some validity in it. Um, there does need to be, I guess, some response when people do hurt others. Uh, but when uh, we're only administering punishments and consequences, I don't think that we're actually looking at all the the variables and all the uh, essential information to make bigger changes with systems and, uh, I mean, the way we would all ideally work together. Uh, but, you know, they say uh, uh, people who are into like health and wellness can sometimes be idealists and uh, i think i would probably fit that category as well and um but yeah i'm trying to lower my expectations <laughs> and that's another subject entirely uh, for mental health is working on expectations and uh, we'll probably maybe we'll talk about that one next because it's actually quite interesting and it can be an effective skill um, for handling life when you adjust your expectations when needed all right so other than that um i am going to be putting up uh, my uh some of the details about my smarter than bpd premium skills training program uh, i have a link on the at the smarter than bpd.info page um, where you can uh, be put on a, a wait list uh, to uh, come into the, the training at some point. Um, but I'll also be putting up a poster uh, where that link is on the uh, near the top of smarterthanbpd.info. Uh, so you can see in, in general kind of what will be, what is being offered for the skills training. Um, I won't be giving away all of my uh, secrets for how I will be uh, administering the course and um, uh, getting people to a point of being uh, skilled and secure and self-confident. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, for you to find out uh, uh, once you come into the, the training. But um, I think it's going to be uh, delightfully intense and um, that there's no way you could come out of this training if you put in the effort that you would not be um, more stable, skilled and self-confident. Uh, it, I think it will be life-changing uh, training and you will get the result that you're looking for. I think it's about, I guess, 40% done, maybe 45% done. I'm, 
I'm actually aiming for um, the end of May now. Um, so a bit sooner, maybe a week or two sooner than uh, the previous projection. Uh, so uh, you can talk to me uh, about that through, again, the Discord group, also called the North Shore. Uh, there's links to that at the bottom of smarterthanbpd.info. Um, and if the offer looks um, appealing to you, uh, then you can also um, put your name on the, the wait list um, and have a discussion. In the early stages of doing this program, uh, I was uh, mentioning, uh, and it still remains true, I'll only be able to take on um, a few students at a time, uh, maybe at a later stage, maybe sometimes next year that might change uh, and expand where I could take uh, maybe anywhere between uh, 20 uh, and 40 students. But we'll see uh, what life brings and what happens, and we will take it from there. And if also, if you have any questions about um, any of the information that I present through these podcasts, uh, I have it set up in the Discord group uh, where you can ask me uh, like any question that you want. And um, some people have already started asking some uh, very intriguing questions and uh, there is some engagement going on there, uh, which I'm yeah more than happy to respond and, and uh, interact. So yeah, please feel free. Um, uh, also, yeah, if you could rate and review Smarter Than BPD. There's some links at the top of smarterthanbpd.info for you to uh, provide a, a rating and review in uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, those are greatly appreciated and helpful. Um, someone also recently left me a, a tip in the virtual tip jars and thank, thank you very much for that. Very much appreciated. All right, so we'll be talking to you soon, and I'm excited to be working with some of you one-on-one -on -one in the near future. Okay, take care.